Bestbookbits.com brings you the book summary of Digital Millionaire Secrets by Dan Henry. How I built an eight-figure business selling my knowledge online. About the author. Dan Henry started his first company to pay his way through college. His first efforts, while only mildly successful, inspired him to drop out of college and pursue entrepreneurship full-time. Since then, he has sold over $10 million of his own products online, grown a massive following, and has been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur Magazine, Business Insider, and more. Dan took what he learned from this journey, founded GetClients.com, and helped thousands of entrepreneurs turn their dreams into reality. This includes being instrumental in the creation of several millionaires without VC funding, JV partnerships, and zero following. His motto is, some people teach you what to do and how to do it, I teach you how to do it well. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right, Henry Ford. A coach who doesn't have a coach doesn't deserve to be your coach. And the purpose of learning is not knowing, as most people think, but the purpose of learning is mastery. The fact is, everything is more profitable when you teach it. If you make $50,000 a year as the owner of a painting company, you can make $500,000 a year teaching other people how to start their own painting company. If you are a personal trainer making $30,000 a year, you can make $300,000 a year teaching other personal trainers how to get more clients or even just how to get started. You can sell information provided by other experts. A digital millionaire is someone who has created a seven-figure educational business. Even if you only hit six figures or just enough to quit your job, it's life-changing. There are several ways to package information for sale. Ebooks, online courses, coaching, software, masterminds, etc. Here are some specific examples. Online courses. This is where you sell a collection of video lessons that teach a particular topic that people can consume at their leisure. Coaching. This is where you show up to live calls, either one-on-one or group, and you coach your students in real time. Mastermind. Inner circles slash masterminds are where you invite a smaller group of people to one or a series of live events or meetings. Between what you teach at the event and what the networking members receive from being in the mastermind together, the value is beyond what is offered through a course or coaching. Online courses specifically are in high demand for a variety of reasons. People love to learn. According to an article in Forbes, online courses made $46 billion in 2017. The same article states that e-learning will grow to $325 billion by 2025. The online education industry is growing. It's not a temporary fad either. No matter what the economy is doing, people will always want to learn new skills. Sadly, many people try to sell online courses and training programs, but as much as 99% don't ever sell a single copy. Most people will take the time to put a product together, but won't invest in learning how to sell their product. You may be wondering why people sell online courses when we have college. To answer that, Dan likes to quote Matt Damon's character, Mark Waitney. This is from the deleted scene from the movie, The Martian. Every human being has a basic instinct to help each other out. If a hiker gets lost in the mountain, people will coordinate a search. If a train crashes, people line up to give blood. If an earthquake levels a city, people over the world will send emergency supplies. This is so fundamentally human that it's found in every culture without exception. Yes, there are assholes who just don't care, but they're massively outnumbered by the people who do. For as long as humans have existed, those with less experience have learned from those with more experience. 
The truth is, if you're just a few steps ahead of someone else, you can profit from sharing your knowledge. Who the heck is Dan Henry, and why should we listen to him? The main products Dan sells are online courses, high-ticket coaching, and masterminds. Some people like to call this the information business. Dan prefers to call it the education business. His goal is not simply to supply information, but to help people actually take action and use that information to achieve a tangible goal. Most people in the digital product world that make a million dollars, let alone $10 million, get their start by knowing someone. Usually they participate in what's known as a joint venture. They find someone who's already famous with a huge email list and pitch them on their offer. If the list owner agrees, they will then mail their list with the newcomer's offer. In exchange, the list owner gets 50% of the sales and the newcomer gets their start. The difficult part is networking and getting those connections to even be able to connect with the already famous list owners. They say it's not what you know, it's who you know. This is true in almost any industry. You have to be at the right party or know the right guy that knows the guy that knows the guy. Who this book is for? Anyone can build a profitable education business. But here are a few examples. Experts. If you're an expert who wants to make more money and more impact by packaging and selling your knowledge online, this book will help you do just that. Coaches, authors, speakers, educators, course creators, agencies. You can't scale done for you. You can scale education. Can non-experts become digital millionaires? Look at Tony Robbins. He doesn't have any life coaching certifications whatsoever. In fact, the top two life coaching organizations outright denied him. Yet he is the highest paid life coach in the entire world. Credentials mean nothing. Your ability to help someone means everything. Knowledge is power, regardless of who created it. Strategy versus tactics. Sun Tzu says, strategy without tactics is the slowest route to victory. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. This means if you carefully plan your strategy, it will take you a while, but you will win. If you gloss over that strategy and instead focus on tactics, you will move quicker, but it will ultimately end in defeat. Great tactics frequently change, great strategy does not. Crafting your offer. Choosing your niche. It shouldn't be about what niche you choose. It should be about the skills and resources you're passionate about that can also help other people. Instead of finding what niche is most profitable, ask yourself, what can I do to help people the most? Don't choose your niche. Find the niche you already have and explore that. You must make the ethical decision to choose the thing you're most qualified to teach with a reasonable amount of passion that will impact the most people. The case for clarity. It's a lack of clarity that creates chaos and frustration. Those emotions are poison to any living goal. Refined marketing statement. As long as you can complete this one sentence by simply filling in the blanks, your business at its very foundation will have clarity. The market I'm going after knows that this product is for them and it appeals to their pain points. Having knowledge but lacking the power to express it clearly is no better than never having any ideas at all. Your entire marketing strategy in one sentence. If I can make audience believe that path is the only way to get desire, and the only way to do that is through my product, then all objections become irrelevant and they must invest. Audience equals your market. Path equals your method or plan or a new opportunity to achieve a goal. Desire equals what they want, their, their goal. My product equals your program that helps them execute the path. 
This is your internal roadmap to your company's marketing strategy. You see, the secret to selling a digital product is to make people believe two things in a very particular order. The first thing you must make them believe is the path, the way in which they're going to get what they desire. Then you make them believe that your product is the only way to execute on that path. Whether you're creating a sales video, an email, a webinar, even a live presentation on stage, as long as you always knock over the first domino before you knock over the second, you will always have a clear offer with a clear pitch. The promise. When most people try to create a digital product, coaching program, mastermind, online course, etc., they usually make a very common mistake. They create a product that doesn't have a QER. That stands for quantifiable end result. A QER means that when your customer completes the program, they will achieve or have the ability to achieve a result that is measurable. People do not spend money on information because they think the information is neat or helpful. They spend it because they have a goal and they believe that information will help them achieve that goal. People do not care about the plane. They care about the destination, the resort on that beautiful island they can't wait to sink their toes into. It's the same with digital products. Most people think about all the features the program will have, how many modules, how many lessons, how long the lessons are, how many cheat sheets and how many coaching calls per week, and on and on and on. They talk about all the features when deciding on pricing, marketing, how they present the offer, and it's a huge mistake. What they should be talking about instead is what the information will get them. Now you may have the urge to try to help everyone. Unfortunately, many times when we try to help everyone, we end up reaching no one. Remember, people don't buy products, they buy solutions. Every product is an answer to a problem. That's how you must view your education business. You must find a problem and solve it. The more specific the problem, the better. If you pick a particular type of customer with a specific problem and your product can solve that problem, it's a no-brainer. Even if it's a small or entry-level promise, your product will have a 100 times higher chance of success. The Outline The power is in the outline. Create an outline that makes sense. Create a journey for your customers from start to finish and you'll be successful. That said, let's get into the outline. Below is an illustration of a customer's journey from point A to point B. You will notice the first line indicates their current situation. It's where they are right now before they purchase your product. On the left you have your current situation and on the right you have desired situation. The final line at the end indicates where you want to be. This is the promise that your program makes. At the same time, this is the promise your customers will be happy to have fulfilled. For instance, let's say you're selling a course on speaking and your target market is new speakers. The first line could be something like, never paid to speak. And the final line would be, land's first paid speech. This is an obvious path between where they are now and where they want to be. All your program has to do is get them from point A to point B. It only needs to achieve point A to point B. Now, you'll want to draw several small lines between those two big lines. These small lines should represent the linear milestones or steps needed to get from point A to point B. If the student completes each milestone in order, they will likely achieve the desired result the program will promise. Looking at the image, you can see some linear steps, which is craft speech, create demo video, prospect events, closing and negotiating. Once you have that down, look at the milestones. Those milestones become your modules. Now ask yourself, what are the individual details needed to complete this module? 
Simply break down the steps in detail. These steps become your lessons. Looking at the image, you can see modules such as craft speech turns into lessons such as step one, decide on end result of speech. Step two, make outline. Step three, practice on video. Step four, clean up speech from video. And step five, practice at free event. To summarize the milestones are considered modules and the steps that make up those milestones are considered the lessons. The number one secret to creating a successful, high quality digital product. Creating a strong outline and not taking the next step until you are 100% satisfied with it. Give me five minutes to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first two and a half sharpening my axe. How to teach. I never teach my pupils. I only attempt to provide the conditions in which they can learn. Albert Einstein. Have you ever heard the saying, make them think it's their idea? Well, there's a reason that is so powerful. When someone hears a story that brings them to the conclusion that they must do whatever the principle of that story is, they are much more likely to do it. Giving the steps is not enough. You must inspire them. They have to care enough to take the steps. State the point of the lesson. The lesson is called, which will show you how to share a story that illustrates why this is important. Let me share a story of why it's so important to and then share the step-by-step -step instructions. Here is a step-by-step -step how to, and share examples of this lesson put into action. One of our other students did this, and their results are, and restate the point of the lesson. Now you know how to. It's easy to get someone to pay money to learn something. It's hard to get that same person to take action on what they have learned. I am not a teacher, but an awakener, Robert Frost. Testing your offer. Why you must always sell before you create. Beta launch. The power of a beta launch. The pitch was simple. You would get a 50% discount and I would teach it to you live. Meaning once the pre-sale was over, about a week later, you would attend a live training where I would teach the curriculum over a streaming broadcast. Then I would take questions after each lesson. As I was teaching it live, if I came to a point where students didn't quite understand something, they would let me know right there on the broadcast. Ask at the end of every lesson, did you understand this? Then take the recording and edit out the inadequate explanations and leave the ones that students loved. Then refine the program and re-record it. Produce an educational curriculum that allows students to get results without having tons of questions. If you sell something before you create it, you have time to refine it and make it great. Your initial group of beta students will love your product because you've worked with them to refine it. They will feel special. Finally, your future students will have the best possible version of your product. Remember, the number one thing that will set you apart from the market is how great your product works. If you rely on marketing and sales trickery, that will be a temporary stay of execution. In other words, your business is doomed if you don't focus on making a stellar product. You can't rely solely on sales and marketing. No amount of marketing will save a bad product. No amount of marketing will save a bad product. If you want to dominate, build a legacy, spread your message, and make an impact on the world, you have to take the time to create something amazing. How I made 100K in 30 days, the blueprint. The following blueprint is a plan for theoretically making $100,000 in 30 days. Day number one. Today you'll focus on decision making. Identify something that you're good at that others would want to learn. It could be a minimal skill or a big one. It doesn't matter. I will teach the audience how to get desire. Create a Facebook group. Join several niche groups. 
record a quick video welcoming everyone. Interact in the group you've joined. Provide value by helping people and answering questions. Sign up for a Stripe account. Day two to five. Make valuable threads in groups and do this until your group has a couple of hundred members. Day number six, create a free survey using Google Forms. Call it free training survey. Ask some questions based around what your audience want to learn. Day seven and eight, continue to promote this survey while writing out bullet points on what you're going to share on this free training. Begin by identifying the end result everyone wants to achieve. As long as you can identify the desire and you know you can teach an alternative method, the main obstacle that will get them the goal, they will buy. Your video training should teach three main things, but you will teach them through storytelling. Sketch out the three things you will teach and come up with a story for each one. Day nine, announce in your group that the webinar will be held on a specific date. Host a Facebook Live in your group and give a preview of secret one. Day number 10, do another Facebook Live in the group teaching a preview of secret number two. Continue to promote the date of the webinar. And day 11, repeat what you did for day 10 and now give a preview of secret number three. Day number 12, today is the webinar. Continue hyping it up to make sure everyone is aware of it right until the last minute. Go live and perform your webinar, teaching the three secrets. Once finished, make an offer. Announce that you plan to launch an online course covering in detail what you shared on the webinar. Then do the beta pitch. I'm going to make a special one-time offer right here, right now. If you get it now, you not only get the course for half price, but you also get to take part in a group coaching session. I will personally teach it to you and answer all your questions live during the training. I'll make sure you understand everything. Day number 13 to 15. The coaching session is in a few days. Spend those days coming up with a very quick and ugly bullet point slides to present to your students. Don't spend time on making it look nice. What's most important is the content. Day number 16. Now it's time for a group coaching session. I prefer Zoom webinars to host the sessions, but you can use whatever you like, just make sure there is a Q&A box. Complete the group coaching session and ask for feedback. If feedback is overwhelmingly positive, bring them on camera and ask for their on-the-spot testimonial. They will be super hyped, so the testimonial will be good. Now you have social proof for use in your marketing, and it's only been two weeks. Day 17 and 18, you should now have several hour video file from your group coaching day. Over the next two days, mark out where lessons should begin and end. Note any mistakes to get cut out. Day 19, use the questions, pain points and feedback from the coaching session to create a free PDF report offering some tips and value. Day 20 to 24, now you have money in your pocket, run your first Facebook ad or YouTube ad offering to give away a free cheat sheet. Funnel prospects into your Facebook group by inviting them on the confirmation page and welcome email. Host live videos and hype up the new webinar in your group over the next several days. These videos will direct them to a registration page for a new live webinar. This webinar will be more refined and have a complete offer stack with an order page at the end. Day 25, broadcast a webinar and make the offer. Day 26, 28, Schedule an on-call webinar and promote the heck out of it over the next several days. And day 29, it's possible to pull 30,000 to 50,000 out of this initial webinar and another 30,000 to 50,000 a week later with an on-call. Day 30, relax. Then start refining your program immediately. Make it the best possible product out there because that 
is what it takes to scale. Final thoughts. If there is an audience willing to learn something for free, there will always be someone willing to pay for more. You only need 1% of your audience to buy to become a millionaire and change the world at the same time. The Whiteboard Webinar Webinars are just online presentations. The webinar format has been around for thousands of years. The format is simple. You give a presentation, teach something of value, and then at the end, ask those viewers to buy an offer that allows them to execute on the knowledge they just gained. A joint venture means I create a product, sell it to the existing list, and would split the profits. So the first step to make sure that people actually want your offer, that is why I absolutely love the whiteboard webinar method. With this method, you're able to, with little to no preparation, craft a message and deliver it. You strip yourself of all those fancy tools and see if it sells in its rawest format. If it sells raw, it can scale. At the end of the day, if you don't get past the whiteboard webinar and make a few sales, you have absolutely no business building out a huge email campaign, creating hundreds of slides, or building a complicated webinar funnel. Break something down, stripping it down to its most raw and simple form. If it still works, it's a winner. However, if it takes complicated bells and whistles just to make a sale, it will fall apart at scale. Our life is frittered away by detail. Simplify, simplify. Henry David Thoreau. The power of polarity. If you're always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. Maya Angelou. If you make enough noise, all eyes will be on you. Make sure you're selling something. If you want to stand out, you have to make a splash. Use polarity in your marketing. Always say something or try to say something that really resonates with your target customer, but would also offend your non-target customer so they create enough noise to help you make a splash. Peace does not mean an absence of conflict because opposition, polarity, and conflict are natural and universal laws. Scaling your offer. How we scale to eight figures. The live launch. Once you've created paid advertisements on social media platforms, they don't need much maintenance. Unlike organic marketing, where you are posting every single day on various platforms. Something about making money without having to be present was fascinating to Dan. He realized that as amazing as it is to grind yourself to the bone and do a live promotion, as much money as that brings, automating your sales brings more. Automating your sales brings more. Slow and steady wins the race, as the old adage says. Did you know a small leak in your faucet that drips for just one day outputs five gallons of water? Sales trickling in all day, every day, will almost always beat a floodgate of sales here and there. Now this automated sales system works. It has two main components, the system and the script. The script is what you say on the webinar, and the system is how we deliver that webinar to our prospect. So let me break down the underlying strategy behind this automated sales system, or as Dan prefers to call it, an on-demand webinar. A potential prospect that has a problem will see an advertisement online. This could be Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. It could even be a piece of direct mail. The advertisement offers a short training that will help them solve their problem or at least part of it. They click the advertisement and go to a page where we can enter their name and email to access the free video. We refer to this usually as a webinar, but we have other types of videos such as case studies to achieve similar results. Once they enter the information, they can watch the video. We share a ton of value in the video and we show them how we can solve their problem. We then make an offer where they can pay a premium for training. If they are convinced that this product will solve their problem, they buy it. If not, 
they would get multiple follow-up emails and marketing to help them get off the fence. Tactics change, strategy doesn't. Not following up with your prospect is the same as filling up your bathtub without first putting the stopper in the drain. Michelle Moore. The fence method. In the 1930s, the film industry made a startling discovery. The studios found that a certain number of advertising was necessary to convince people to see the movies. They discovered that people needed to see an advertisement at least seven times before they decided to buy a movie ticket. This discovery bled over into other industries and proved to be almost universally applicable. Regardless of the product, advertisements found prospects needed to see a message seven times before they decided to buy. Today, this is known as the rule of seven. Following up with your prospect is extremely important. When your prospect goes into a webinar, they come out in one or three possible scenarios. They either say yes and they buy immediately. They say absolutely not and never buy. Or they may say maybe. Maybe is also known as on the fence. Based on my experience and looking at your data, I can estimate about 2% of the people say yes immediately, 30% say absolutely not, and 68% are maybe or on the fence. That said, once the prospect leaves the webinar and does not buy, we continually send them new content designed to knock them to the yes side of the fence. Tactically, this could be in the form of retargeting ads, emails, videos, podcast episodes, etc. Strategically, they all have the same goal in mind, to knock the prospect off the fence and get them to buy. Call a bunch of customers, figure out what the objections were and start creating emails and videos that covered each one. Create a little questionnaire that asks some specific questions as to why they didn't buy. Dan emailed it to everyone that watched his webinar but didn't buy. The objections were mostly the same. He categorized them all by the number of times they appeared and found there were only about 15 to 20 objections. Everyone was essentially saying the same thing. So Dan started making videos covering each one of those things and sending them out email by email, asking people to watch the video. He didn't try to sell people, he simply gave them the information they needed to alleviate their concerns. A great product is easy to sell, a bad product is hard to sell. Nelson Mandela said, the greatest glory in living lies in never falling, but rising every time we fall. Dan Henry says, picking yourself up is not enough, we must learn how to fall with grace. See, when a process fails, most people think of it as a failure. Dan likes to view it as the data needed for success. There is an art to failure, and it's the fastest way to success. The Goldfish Rule On average, five times as many people read the headline as they read the body copy. When you have written your headline, you've spent 80 cents out of the dollar. David Ogilvy. In the 1970s, the average attention span of the American was 12 minutes. Today, the average attention span is under 9 seconds. That is less than a goldfish. The goldfish rule states, in any advertisement, identify what's in it for the prospect in 9 seconds or less. Think of all the distractions in the world today. We have such a short attention span that we have even created social media platforms based on making videos that are 15 seconds or less. New platforms have come out with even shorter time frames. Within the first 9 seconds, you must tell them what they are going to get out of continuing to read or listen. If you can do it in less than 9 seconds, even better. Most people attempt to do this using what's called a pattern interrupt. It's called a pattern interrupt because it interrupts the existing pattern in your brain and causes you to pay attention. It's used in almost all industries. 
We don't just want to grab anyone's attention, we want to grab the attention of those who need our product. That's why we use what I like to call an identifying pattern interrupt. No pattern interrupt, pattern interrupt, and identifying pattern interrupt. It's your ability to capture your prospect's attention and get them to take the next step on their way to becoming a part of your customer base. The real fact of the matter is nobody reads ads. People read what interests them and sometimes it's an ad. How Dan triple profits with high ticket offers. Most people don't realize this, but when you only spend a couple of thousand dollars per month on advertising, getting a 10x return is pretty standard. When you're spending several thousand dollars per month on ads, doubling your money is considered amazing. That's because as you scale, advertising costs go up and margins go down. Not to mention the fact that your internal expenses go up because you have more customers to manage. The more money a customer pays you, the less needy they are. With high ticket, there are fewer moving parts, fewer issues, far fewer staff members, and fewer problems. Now there's one caveat to selling high ticket. You must sell it over the phone. High ticket is not about how much you know, it's about how much the solution to the customer's problem is worth to them. The reason high ticket is not for most people is that most people aren't willing to do what it takes to make it work. The real secret of scale. Most people fail because they let their minds run away with itself. They get distracted, move from shiny object to shiny object, or make poor decisions. The real villain in any entrepreneur's story is their mind. Your ability to control your mind is the number one thing that will allow you to scale. Something that mind control power means that you have the ability to control other people's minds. But Dan believes it's hard enough to control your own mind. If you can control your own mind, I would consider that a superpower. Developing mind control powers, the circle of focus. What do Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and Steve Jobs have in common? Unrelenting focus. People think focus means saying yes to the things you've got to focus on. But that's not what it means. It means saying no to the hundred other good ideas that are there. You have to pick carefully. I'm actually as proud of the things that we haven't done as the things I have done. Steve Jobs. Focus on one thing. Master it. Master it so well that you can then delegate it. Not outsource it. Delegate it. Then move on to the next thing. The circle of focus. Once I drew out the circle of focus, it forced me to make significant changes. Grab a piece of paper, draw a big circle on it, and somewhere inside the circle, write out something you are working on. So let's say you're trying to grow an online course business. Write down Facebook ads. Currently, how much of the circle is taken up by Facebook ads? 100%. Now write down something else you were doing to promote your business. Podcast. You will notice instead of giving 100% effort to one thing, you are now giving 50% effort to two things. When is the last time you heard of something succeeding by giving only 50% effort? Now put in whatever else you're doing, blogging, guest posting, YouTube channel, etc. So you will find your circle may look like a pizza. If it does, you're in trouble. Looking at the circle, you can see you have everything from SEO, cold emailing, press release, blogging, podcast, doing interviews, Google PPC, a side business, writing a book, speaking, Instagram, YouTube channel, YouTube ads, guest blogging, Facebook ads, direct mail, and SEO, which is taking up a lot of time. You'll find you may be giving only 5 to 10% effort on any one thing. 
how do you expect to grow a business giving 5 to 10% effort? So take your circle of focus and start deleting things. Pick up things that move the needle the most. Find what works and do more of that. Only do new things once the things you're working on are so refined that they are now boring to execute and easily managed by your staff. Multitasking is a lie. Multitasking leads to a 40% decrease in productivity. This was determined by the American Psychological Association. Billionaire Mike Cannon-Brooks has mentioned that it was the only when he gave up on multitasking that he was able to be truly productive. Do one thing at a time, period. Ego is a distraction. Ogmandino, an American author who has sold over 50 million books, said it was those who concentrated on but one thing at a time who advanced in the world. The fewer things you have on your plate, the easier it will be to succeed at what's in front of you. Want to fail less? Do less, focus more. Keep your circle of focus clean. Focus is a matter of deciding what things you're not going to do. Slaying the haters. To avoid criticism, do nothing, say nothing, and be nothing. Albert Hubbard. Matthew Stevenson, you will never be criticized by someone doing more than you. You will only be criticized by someone doing less. Judge yourself not by what people say about you, but how many pay you. What if you have no credibility? First, you must realize that credibility is all about perception. Do you know what Christopher Nolan, Stanley Kubrick, Quentin Tarantino, and Steven Spielberg all have in common? They never went to film school. If you build something that matters, that's credibility. If your students are getting results, that's credibility. Credibility is all about perception, and your only perception should be your students' results. You are the worst pirate I've ever heard of. Ah, but you've heard of me. Captain Jack Sparrow. Why people don't buy your stuff. Successful entrepreneurs view spending money as investments. Unsuccessful entrepreneurs view spending money as an expense. You sell like you buy. If you can't bring yourself to pay a premium price for a solution to your problem, you will never be able to ask someone else to pay a premium price for your solution to their problem. Remember that old adage, you are your friends. Well, it's true. So is this next one. You get what you are. If you never invest in yourself, you will attract customers that never invest either. If you constantly invest in yourself, you will attract those that do the same. Tony Robbins said, find somebody that is successful at what you want to do, model what they're doing, and you will be successful. The Matrix and the Martian. Do you think Michael Jordan was amazing at shooting hoops the first time he touched the basketball? Do you think Tiger Woods can drive 300 yards the first time he picked up a golf club? You will not get this right the first time. No one ever has. Accept this as part of the process, and you'll get much further much faster. Frustration is a byproduct of progress, just as being sore is a byproduct of working out. If you stop working out just because you got sore, you'll never get fit. At some point, everything's going to go south on you. Everything's going to go south, and you're going to say, this is it. This is how I end. Now you can either accept that or you can get to work. That's all it is. You just begin. You do the math. You solve one problem and you solve the next one and the next one. And if you solve enough problems, you get to come home. When you begin your journey as an entrepreneur, you have a goal. As you move towards that goal, you are faced with problems. If you get frustrated and stop solving problems, your business dies. But if you solve enough problems, you get to become a millionaire. 
And that's a wrap on the book summary on Digital Millionaire Secrets. To get your free copy of this book, go over to digitalmillionairesecrets.com forward slash free dash one. Also, check out Dan Henry's website, getclients.com, where you can get this book and other products that Dan sells. If you like this summary and want to listen to over 600 more, we have over 600 episodes on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. If you're into the video book summary, check us out on YouTube where you can browse over 600 video book summaries and watch at your letter. If you're into the written book summary, check us out at bestbookbits.com, the home of the world's largest free book summary website in video, written, and audio format where you can browse over 600 books, summaries to read. Follow us on Instagram for daily motivational quotes and stories and also follow us on Facebook. And we also have the Best Book Bits Book Club, which is free to join where you can meet other like-minded readers. If you want to be updated with the latest book summary, pop your email in the link below. Thanks for watching and listening. Hope you got something from this. Go out there and become a digital millionaire. Take care. Bye-bye now.